listening to a Kook Media production. The Every Moment podcast aims to inspire, encourage, and equip listeners to navigate their own faith journeys with purpose, authenticity, and resilience. Listen in as Colorado Christian University's President Eric Hogue provides a relevant conversation with business and cultural leaders where the gospel of Jesus Christ is discussed with relevance and intentionality. Welcome to the Every Moment podcast here on the campus of Colorado Christian University. More than happy to uh, have a second segment to my brother and uh, our guest, Mike, Mark Middleberg, talking about uh, sharing the gospel, both uh, evangelism and apologetics in the Strobel Center here at CCU. And I know that we're smack dab in the middle of Thanksgiving and just concluding, I still feel the, you know, tryptophan, right? From yeah, uh, from having all the, the turkey, and here we walk up to Christmas and more holidays on the purview, which means, Mark, relatives yes. at Christmas time. So you travel to wherever. We're going to go to Lincoln, Nebraska to see the uh, oldest daughter, son-in-law, and the two grandkids, and then uh, probably have guests join us there. I'm sure the Middlebergs might welcome kids home for uh, Christmas. yep. yep. And then uh, if you have a large family, you have the large gatherings, which means uh, ultimately, Mark, you have all the conversations about politics. We won't talk about those here. And religion. Yes. So what, what's some advice that, that you would offer both our students in going home and, and those listening to talk I, about Jesus? I love the question because I think the holidays provide one of the greatest opportunities, partly because you're together, partly because you have time, which is rare. And partly because the whole theme of the thing is Christmas, Christmas, you know, it's about the Savior. Uh, And even those that try to secularize it, it's just happy holidays. Well, guess what? The word holiday means holy days. (laughs) So it's pretty hard to escape. And uh, so why not make the most of it? And just here's some quick thoughts of advice for any of us. Um, If we have relatives that don't know Christ or often we go to our hometown or wherever we grew up and we get around friends that, maybe don't know Christ and people we used to hang out with, whatever. So here's some thoughts. One is pray ahead of time and ask God for opportunities. You don't know how many more times you may get to see these mm. relatives and mm. friends. And uh, the, the longer you go in life, the more you realize that yeah, the, the, there may be three times left. There may be five times left. There may be one time left. Well, the Bible talks about making the most of every opportunity. Mm. So you know, pray, say, God, prepare me and open their hearts and give me an opportunity. Secondly, be intentional, um, you know, especially with social media now. You know, shoot them a note ahead of time and say, you know, I'm going to be home. I'm only home for a few days. I want to go have breakfast together. Mm-hmm. Or let's let's be sure and spend some extra time, you know, going for a walk or, you know, at the fireplace or whatever. But be intentional. Try to set something up ahead of time. Then when you get there, raise the topic of spiritual matters in conversations. Um, A lot of us think, you know, we're supposed to wait for them to ask. And I always say to believers, how many decades are you going to wait? Because what happens is they know you're a follower of Christ, but most people won't ask. They they just feel a little funny. They don't know how to talk about it. It's like, I'll just let it go. We need to initiate the conversation and look for, you know, again, Paul said in Colossians 4, 5, uh, act with wisdom toward outsiders and make the most of every opportunity. So what are those opportunities? Well, it's Christmas. Mm -hmm. Do you ever think about 
that baby in a manger. You know, there's some pretty big claims about who that kid was. Uh, Have you ever thought about those? Or maybe you know Uncle Bob is a skeptic. Uh, You know, Uncle Bob, I know you don't really believe the Christmas story, but— why? Mm-hmm. What do you believe? Yeah. T- t- you tell me. Mm-hmm. And draw the person out. Ask questions. Listen. And see if, you know, once they say what they say, they, then they're going to be more open to listening to you. Maybe you want to respond, you know, to some of the objections they raise or some of the confusion they portray about spiritual matters. Um, so, but have those conversations and be willing to, you know, take a risk to uh, challenge them a little bit. Uh, here's a couple last thoughts on this. Uh, one is invite them. You know, you've got a special you know, program happening. Uh, there's probably some things happening here at CCU you yep. could, leading yep. up to the holidays to invite them to. Or once you're home, Christmas Eve services, invite people. And if they come, they're going to get exposed to a bunch of stuff you can talk about afterwards. But if they say, no, I don't want to go to that, you know, well, okay, that's fine. But why? Mm. Could you tell me what you believe? And use that turn down, you know, invitation to raise the topic and, and get them talking. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'll say is give them materials. You know, you give Uncle, Uncle Bob the skeptic a sweater every year, give him another sweater, <laughs> but add, you know, a book, <clears throat> something that will help him think about yeah. this stuff. You know, Lee Strobel just did this new book, Is God Real? Mm-hmm. Or his Case for Christ. Or I have a little book, a little one called um, The Reason Why Faith Makes Sense. Mm-hmm. Well, do that as a kind of a spiritual stocking stuffer mm-hmm. along with the gift you want to give them. Add it. Don't just give them that alone and say, you know, we've had some good conversations, but this really would give you some information. If it's Lee's book, you can talk about how he used to be an atheist and encourage them to just read it with an open mind. Mm-hmm. You know, pray a skeptic's prayer like Lee did and say, God, I, you know, I know you're not there, but if you are, mm-hmm. uh, I want to know. Mm-hmm. Well, just pray that. You know, have the courage to pray that prayer and read this book. Uh, my guest is uh, Mark Middleberg, once again, Executive Director, Lee Strobel Center here at CCU. You know, Mark, how do you how do you navigate around, because there's, there's Uncle Bob's in my family, and Uncle Bob might say something like this, you know, I, I, I could get to Jesus if, if I could just get past all the people who say that, the, that they're Christians, because I've, I've had so many Christians do me wrong, lead yeah. me astray, yeah. hurt me. Uh, your your Jesus is is okay, but I can't get there because of the church. How do you answer that? Well, I would say, you know, who was bothered most about hypocrisy was Jesus himself. So guess what, Uncle Bob? You're on Jesus' side. <laughs> um, so that's a good first step. Yeah, that's great. Why don't you get to know him more? Mm-hmm. And why don't you set an example for the rest of us of what a real Christian ought to look like? Because I, I have no question you could live it better than a lot of the people that you've seen, maybe better than me. Uh, if, if you have to be competitive about it, do it. But Show us, you know, because this is true. And you're right. Jesus is good. And the more you get to know him, the more you want to be like him. And the more I think you're going to want to follow Mm -hmm. him. And especially when you understand the gift he offers, what Christmas is all Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. There ain't no better offers coming along. Mm -hmm. The, The gift of grace, the gift of forgiveness, the gift of salvation is the best thing coming down the pike. And I think we would be foolish to turn it down. Uncle Bob, would you at least think about Mm -hmm. it? Hmm. Uncle Bob's, it's a theme today for us, right? We all have Uncle Bob's, maybe Aunt Jane's as well. Airplanes, um, you know, I fly a lot, you fly a lot. It's 
It's a petri dish of opportunity. You never know what you're going to get. It's a petri dish in many ways. It's a petri dish just to fly. (laughs) But the opportunity is there. It can be a a healthy add to the petri dish, or it can be a cantankerous one. How how do you handle those small seats on an airplane in a a two-and-a-half-hour flight, Mark? It's kind of a mini version of what what I said about the holidays. Be prayerful. Mm -hmm. Be intentional. Uh, look for opportunities. Sometimes I'll be reading a book that I'm, you know, studying, but it's a faith-related book. Sometimes they'll say, "Well, what's that about?" Mm. Uh, you know, so something you can kind of fishers of men, right? You kind of mm-hmm. put the bobber mm-hmm. out there. Um, but sometimes it's something they're reading, and I'll ask them a question about it. And um, I think the the principle I would say on an airplane or in a restaurant or wherever you go, look for opportunities. Um, see if the person's interested, but don't force it either. Mm-hmm. I think if we get in the mindset, I'm going to share the gospel with these, you know, whether they like it, then we become obnoxious. We can really you know, burn bridges and hurt people. But I think if we're prayerful, winsome, and looking for opportunities, uh, here's a principle I've found in my life. People are more interested in spiritual matters than you think they are. If you ask them questions you listen, you show respect, you're gentle, all the things that the verses tell us to do, and you let them talk first. And uh, I, I, I think of one uh, woman I was sitting next to, and she was Asian. I found out she was Buddhist. Hmm. So I just asked her a bunch of questions. Hmm. But I knew enough about what they believed to ask questions that got really deepened it. And I just said, I, you know, I'm just curious. Um, you don't believe God's personal, right? And she said, no, it's more like, you know, it's sort of like the force, you know. It's, I said, well, who's the karma keeper? She said, what do you mean? I said, well, you believe that you have to work off bad karma over multiple lifetimes, right? And she said, yeah, that's right. I said, but you don't remember those lifetimes, right? And she said, no. And I said, and there's no God that has like a mind who thinks about these things, right? And she said, right. (laughs) It was starting to sink in. Well, who keeps track of the karma? How do you know if you're making progress? You don't remember it. There's no God keeping track. God doesn't have a mind. Who's the karma keeper? And she said, I've never thought about it. Mm. I said, could I give you an alternative? Mm. And it led into a discussion about Jesus. But it started by asking her questions about her belief Mm. and then gently kind of saying, could I suggest an alternative? Could I point to Mm. something? So those are some of the ways I do it. I also generally carry, like in my briefcase and in my glove compartment, my car, and, uh, you know, when I used to be in the marketplace in my desk drawer – I always try to have little books mm-hmm. um, like, you know, the one I wrote, The um, Reason Why Faith Makes Sense, or Lee Strobel's Case for Christmas, or uh, More Than a Carpenter by Josh and Sean McDowell. Hmm. I love I, – I, they're little uh, spiritual tools hmm. that sometimes you get in a short conversation and you can only go so far and say, you know, especially on an airplane, or I've even done this on rental buses where I'm, I've got eight minutes, you know. <laughs> but it's like spiritual backup. Yeah. And so I like to have stuff like that with me and say, hey, I know we're about out of time. Here's something yeah. that talks about what yeah. we've been discussing. Would you read it? I, mm. I'd love to give it to you. Oh, I'll pay for it. No, no, no. This is yeah. a gift, but I want you to read it. And here's mm. my email address. Let me know what you think. And I've had people sometimes get back to me with questions. We've even gotten notes from people who have come to Christ through those things. But 
always being intentional, always looking for opportunities, making the most of every opportunity. Mm. You know, you mentioned, and, and, and maybe last topic here, and it's been great to have you on the podcast, Mark, um, our students, CCU students listening. You said when you were in the marketplace. So we have students that are going to go into business, entrepreneurs, nurses, educators, teachers, public school. Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, the opportunity, right? And then the opposition. Yeah. Um, there's, there, there's a fear factor there. What if what if I dive in and I fail? Yeah. What what is failure if if attempting to share a winsome story of Jesus Christ? Can you fail? Is it possible? Yeah, if you quit. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, if you you feel like it didn't go well, so you shut up. That's failure. Mm. But if you keep trying, and I've done it, I, I've done it where. I came on too strong, especially as a young believer. Yeah, yeah. I came on way too strong. I had to go and apologize. But guess what? You go in a sincere apology, but you say, I am sorry I came on too strong. But let me tell you what, why. God has so radically changed my mm. life mm. that I just want people to know what I want. And sometimes I get carried away, and yeah. I did with you, and I'm sorry. Well, tell me more then. Mm. <laughs> you know, a lot of times that will open mm. them up. But but you don't do it just in a utilitarian way. You you genuinely you know be real with people, mm. and uh, you know. But I think if we if we try, and if again if we ask them questions and we listen. People are interested. I think of uh, I was backpacking once in Montana, Heidi and me, and uh, we met this guy camping alone. And we we go uh, on a day hike with him. And on the way, I say something about God. And he looks at me. He goes, "Well, I guess that would be true if you believed in God, but I don't." Mm. And I, he thought that was the end of the conversation. He didn't know I'm a, an intellectual style evangelist who was looking for an atheist in the mountains. I was bored with— Thanks for the tease. Here yeah, we go, right? Exactly. Yeah. But all I had to do with him is say, oh, I, really? You don't believe in God? Mm. I, I'm always interested to you know when I meet an atheist, mm. why? Were you always that? Why don't you believe in God? You know, mm. Do you have reasons against God? Well— that was all I needed to say. And then I just shut up and listened. And for about three hours, all the way up this day hike, uh, all the way to the mountain, he told me why he wow. didn't believe in God, wow. which earned me the right then all the way back down the mountain to give him my thoughts and my reasons. That little throwaway, mm -hmm. just just seeing if he was interested, just mentioning God and asking him why he believed what he believed or didn't believe what he didn't believe, turned into like a five-hour conversation. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, most of the people in our life or similar if we'll ask questions, shut up and listen, yeah. uh, and then earn the right to then respond back to mm. them. Heading into Christmas, um, celebrating Jesus's birth. Mark, to anybody listening, who is that baby in the manger? Who is he? That baby is not only a human being born on earth as a full human, he was also fully God. We call him the son of God. That also entails that he is of the nature of the Father. He shares the nature. It says in John 5 that because he shares the nature of the Father, he's claiming to be God. So he is God and man in human flesh. He's our Savior who came ultimately not just to be born in a manger, but to die on a cross, mm -hmm. to pay for our sins so that we can know his forgiveness and salvation and spend eternity with him in heaven. And that's good news for all of us, but it's good news for all of our family and friends as well. You're, you're fantastic, Mark. We love you at CCU, you and Lee. And uh, we're excited you. about the Strobel Center. Likewise. Evangelism and uh, applied apologetics going forward. Hopeful for the brand new year. 
And, uh, and we're so thrilled to be part of CCU, a school that is courageously mm. standing on the truth of the gospel, mm. grace and truth. We're not going to compromise. Um, you, le- as a new leader, Eric, uh, we are so excited and proud to partner mm. with you in this enterprise. Well, it's very warm and exciting at the same time. Right? Amen. And a happy new year as we get to work and roll up our sleeves. Mark Middleberg, Executive Director for the uh, Lee Strobel Center of Evangelism and Applied Apologetics here at Colorado Christian University. Merry Christmas to you and Heidi and to uh, Lee and Leslie, pass that along to them as I well. I will. It's Mark Middleberg on the podcast today, living every moment of his life for the glory, the grace, and the love of Jesus Christ. With that, to all of you, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Every Moment Podcast. Tune in next week as President Hogue leads a relevant conversation with another Christian thought leader. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Be sure to check out our video version on our website when it releases. This has been a Kook Media production.